This is the Carl DeBasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. The Carl DeMasi Sports Report presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for another week of the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, talking local sports, talking national sports, talking any kind of sports you want to talk about. And that's what it's all about. That's what the show's about. Just having fun on a Saturday morning talking about local sports. A little cloudy outside, rain in the forecast. It's December 14th, 11 days from when the big guy, ho, 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 comes down that chimney. And uh, I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. Once again, happy holidays, and let's talk about local sports. Got a great lineup. We'll start, of course, in the first hour. We go from 9 to 10. In the second hour, we go 10 until 11. We'll talk about a little high school scores, little uh, basketball scores, football scores, national news in the first quarter, whatever you want to do. That's the first segment of the first hour. Then we'll get into my man who's been covering now high school football for the past, I guess, eight or nine weeks, and he does a great job. He's one of the hosts, or is the host of the High School Weekly First Look right here on ESPN Radio every Thursday night. The season's over, so we're going to get his take, his impressions on what happened this season, and I know he likes talking about it, and uh, he's done a great job, and that's the man, P.J. Zuko, who happens to be the producer of the show every Saturday morning, does a great job. Uh, so we'll get with P.J. in the second quarter. Then the big guy, who was roaming the sidelines up there at the George Dome yesterday, WJCL sports director, the big guy, sportscaster Frank. Solkowski, he'll give us he'll give us his intake of what happened up there at the Dome with Calvary yesterday, and then we'll close out the first hour, and we'll just talk about local colleges, Savannah State, Armstrong Atlantic State, SCAD. Uh, if you want to talk about any college that you want to talk about, you can call us. Yes, we do have open phone lines, and the one right here in Savannah is nine two zero four 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 one. That's nine one two nine two zero forty four forty one. Let's hear what you got to say. Let's who's your favorite basketball team? We got rivalry weekend in basketball. Over at Armstrong Atlantic State, Johnson, the defending state champion, taking on Savannah High, who was the runner-up. They played in the championship last year, and uh, Johnson won. So we can talk about that. We got the big rivalry up there in Effingham County. Effingham County High School taking on South Effingham County High School tonight, today in basketball. So we got a lot going on. So let's talk about high school rivalries. Okay, in the second hour, we're going to honor... The only team to bring home a state championship, the Georgia Independent School State Association Class AA Championship, will have the head coach, the coach of the year, Michael Thompson, in the first quarter of the second hour. That's about 10.05. Then we'll have our Wetherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, the guy that went off in the last three or four weeks to help Memorial Day School win the state championship, and that's Marlon Latson. And then we'll talk to the Evian County Herald editor, Sports editor, news editor, whatever you want to call him, photographer, Pat Donahue about high school rivalries, specifically Effingham County against South Effingham tonight. And once again, don't forget, we got Johnson taking on Savannah High and Armstrong Atlantic State. It's going to be sold out. Get there early. You're not going to get a ticket to get in. So that's what we got up for the show. Let's go through the scoreboard. What can I say? 
Aquinas, 27, Calvary Day School, 7. What, uh, what amazed me last night with this game or listening to on the radio or, or getting some um, segments of the Georgia public broadcasting show, uh, football broadcast with Tommy Palmer doing a great job on the uh, play-by-play. Calvary Day School outgained Aquinas, 328 yards to Aquinas' 274. We had the ball. Calvary had the ball 25 minutes to well, almost 26 minutes compared to Aquinas' 22 minutes. But you know what? Turnovers. Turnovers are key. Some key turnovers in the game. I mean, uh, Robert Hayward had an unbelievable day for the Cavaliers, running the ball for 157 yards. But Calvary couldn't get in sync, couldn't come up with a big play on offense. Uh, a lot of pressure on Michael Peterson all day long yesterday. Just a shame. But you know what? It's the first time they've been there. You've got to give them a big kudos. I mean, you, you get there for the first time. It's not every time you're going to win. And, you know, it's the last game of the season. I know it breaks your heart. But Calvary Day School, after losing the first two games, win off the next the next 12, and they lost to a very good football team, Aquinas, up at the Dome. And what's, what's amazing about this, uh, the head football coach, okay, of Aquinas, James Leonard, is only 26 years old. That's when I started my first head football job. I was 26 years old. Just, just unbelievable. But what's ironic is his grandfather, Denny Leonard, was the first coach in Aquinas' history. And then let's go a little, get a little Savannah flavor in this, and I can vouch for this. And, uh, you know, the offensive coordinator, former BC standout quarterback, Denny Dotson, from Savannah, Georgia, was the offensive coordinator for that team. So there was a little Savannah flavor in, in on the championship team that won the championship title this year in Class A private school football. Denny Dotson, I had a chance to coach against. When I was at Groves High School, my five-year stint at Groves High School, he was the starting quarterback. And, you know, we beat him one year. I remember the year he beat us 20-19. I mean, he, he had to throw a 20-yard touchdown pass to uh, – Joe Josephek, okay, uh, so, you know, I remember the whole thing. So, Denny Dotson, congratulations. Savannah born, Savannah bred, D.C. bred, part of that Aquinas state championship team. Calvary goes down 27-7. to But, you know what, we'll get more update. We'll talk to P.J. about it. We'll talk to Frank Slikowski about it. We'll get a recap on the whole thing. And, uh, once again, uh, great run by Calvary Day School. Got to go to the basketball. Got to go to the hardwood. Jenkins Warriors, the boys' team, is off to an undefeated season. They won their fourth straight last night, 70-40 over Richmond Hill. I mean, Brandon Carter had 11, Quentin Robbins had 11, Jamari Bryan had 11. So, uh, balanced scoring for the Warriors, who are 4-0 overall and 3-0 in region play. Bible Baptist goes over to uh, South Carolina and plays in the Hilton Head Prep Rick Thomas Coaches versus Cancer Tournament, and they come away victorious. Keenard Campbell has six. Uh, high score, Casey Hughes, 15 points for the Braves. They'll play in the championship game today. They beat Hilton and Christian 56-47. Uh, Fuka Prep, okay, beats Bethesda 50-48. So uh, for Bethesda, uh, the high scorer was Avery Joyner with 20 points. So, uh, once again, so that'll be Bible Baptist taking on Futop Prep in the Wet Thomas Coaches vs. Cancer Holiday Christmas Tournament over there in Hilton Head today for the championship. St. Andrews beats Carlton Prep. I take that back. I do take that back. The Fesbitt does not play, does not play uh, Hilton Head Christian. Uh, sorry, Bible Baptist will be St. Andrews. St. Andrews, okay, 
the Carlton Fred 58-54. John Wynn made five three-pointers, had 18 points to lead St. Andrews, and that'll be the championship game. St. Andrews against Bible Baptist playing the Red Thomas Coaches vs. Cancer Tournament. Uh, other scores, Bryan County beats Atkinson County 61-46. Uh, Jeremy McClendon, the outstanding quarterback for Bryan County football, led the team with 16 points. Vidalia beats BC 61-46. Ellison Burns has 19 points for the Cadets. Girls basketball, Beach beats Brantley 52-35. to J.D. Young has 16 points and 13 rebounds to lead Beach over uh, Brantley County. Uh, Elin Span has 10 points. South Effingham all over Savannah Christian, 57-34. Tiana Germain, best, one of the best basketball, female basketball players in the uh, area, 20 points in the win. Maya Cooper led Savannah Christian with 14. Uh, girls basketball, Robert Toombs beats Memorial Day School, 51-33. Another girl that you're going to hear a lot about this year, a standout girls basketball player, female basketball player, Sharika Dukes, leads Memorial Day with 20 points. Uh, Thomas Haywood Academy beats St. Andrews 36-32. And uh, Emily Sims leads the Lions with 11 points. And Morgan Bennett scores 10. Richmond Hill beats Jenkins 56-32. Kiara Jackson tallies 27 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, in this region 5A victory, Faith Sanders led Jenkins with 22 points. We'll have the share, 22 of its 32 points. Uh, Vidalia beats St. Vincent's 50-37. to uh, Hilton Head Christian uh, girls beats Bible Baptist girls 70-26. to um, Hilton Head Prep plays the Coastal Hurricanes. If you know anything about the Coastal Hurricanes, that's the homeschool basketball team here in Savannah, Georgia. They beat, uh, Hilton Head Prep beats them 78-38. to and we already told you Bible Baptist beat Hill that Christian. Battery Creek boys beat the Buford girls 52-42. Uh, Hillhead Prep girls beat the Coastal Hurricane girls 37-17. Hillhead Christian County beats Bible Baptist girls 70-26. Thomas Haywood beat St. Andrews 36-32, which I already mentioned. And the Battery Creek girls beats the Buford girls 62-17. Uh, FEM County High School is hosting the Rebel Invitational up there right now going on at FEM County High School the second day. They'll be getting into the semifinals and finals later on today. We have two uh, athletes from Islands High School in the semifinals, a BC wrestler in the finals. Get over there. You got FEM, you got Richmond Hill, you got Islands, you got BC. You got a lot of very good wrestling teams over there. Last year, FEM won its own tournament by, uh, sorry, Ware County beat FEM to win the uh, team tournament. 45-24 in the finals. South Effingham finished third, and D.C. was fourth last year. So that's going on right now. And they raised money for the Low Country Down Syndrome Foundation. Last year, they raised $1,400 for this organization by having this uh, wrestling invitational. So if you can get up to Effingham County, that's the one in Springfield. People like to say North Effingham, but it's Effingham County High School. You get up there, it starts at 9 o'clock this morning. It just started. Uh, they'll be getting into the semifinals later on. On the PGA web. Dot com Q School. Chris Everson, former Savannah Christian alumni way back in the early 2000s, is leading. The top 25 players will be on the, uh, will get into the 2014 Web.com tour based on where they finish in this tournament. The top 25, I'm pretty sure it goes. Savannah's Tim O'Neill, still, uh, chasing that dream, is, uh, had back to back one under par 71, finish, uh, 200, and then he's tied for 69th, and Mark Silvers is one over and is tied for 105th. We got a lot going on, a lot of scores going on, a lot of great things, but we have to go to our next segment, so we got to talk about my sponsor, 
or the sponsor of the show, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, and it's all in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. Once again, they're located right here at 210 East Rand Avenue, right here in beautiful Santa Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealth.com. Next up, we'll recap high school football with the man that's been doing the weekly high school first book show here on ESPN Radio Savannah, and that's P.J. Suko. You're listening to the Call of the Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Phoenix right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. And remember, today's show is presented to you by Optum Orthopedics, their doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Savannah AM 1400 at 104.3 FM WSAG. Well, we've had an exciting football season. We have a state champion, uh, you know, Memorial Day School, crowned as the Georgia Independent State Association uh, class AA champion, beating Valwood 40-21. to Great job by the Blue Thunder. And then we had... Uh, some great runs by some other teams in the area, D.C. and Calvary and, uh, you know, Richmond Hill. It was just an exciting year. And this guy covered high school football right here on ESPN Radio every Thursday night with the weekly show, High School First Look. Here's the host of the show, and he's going to give us his intake on what happened this season, what he thought was, you know, exciting, uh, the most surprises, and uh, just did a great job every Thursday night. Joining us now on the ESPN Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline is the host of the High School First Look show, P.J. Zuko. Good morning, P.J. morning, Carl. It's crazy that it's all over. It's crazy. It's all over. And it, you know, I was going through withdrawals the last two weeks because, you know, having doing the uh, color every Friday night on the uh, high school game of the week here right here on ESPN Radio, fueled by Enmark, was just, uh, I mean, it was great to do it every week. I got into it. I was excited about it just like you were. And, uh, you know, tell me, you know, this is your first, this year, really your first uh, experience getting into high school football in the Savannah area. How did, how did you enjoy doing it the whole year? Oh, I loved it. Uh, like we, like we've talked about at first, um, it, it was crazy for, for them to come to me and say, Hey, PJ, you know, uh, we think you're ready to go ahead and co- start covering this area and start covering, uh, football and, and doing your own show with it. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and take the reins? And, and I was honored with that. And it was amazing that the first year I thought it was great. It was, uh, it was a little crazy at first, like I've said before, but it was a lot of fun. Um, you really get, you really get into the area. You really get into every team and really uh, get a heart for every team as well. I mean, uh, yesterday watching Calvary Day play Aquinas there on on Georgia Public Broadcasting on the TV and on the live stream also 
on the internet. I felt like I was there on the field, on the sideline with them, just because that's how that's how into it it was. I was so. You really get your heart into it when you when you cover these teams and you talk to the coaches every week and, and stuff like that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time doing it. Hopefully, we'll be back here on High School First Look and ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head next year as we start back up football season. And, and hopefully, we'll have a couple more teams sitting there in Atlanta uh, in, in this last week. And I think that's a great possibility. Well, I mean, you had a lot of a lot of uh, input in it. You had to talk to the coaches every week. Tell me, talk, tell me, tell tell the fans out there what it's like being a uh, a broadcaster or, or a reporter talking to these coaches every week. I mean, how do you come up with your questions and what angles were you taking? Uh, you know, when you talk to these guys. Well, well, at first it was new. Like I said, it, it was kind of odd, you know, calling someone that you you have no idea who who they are or anything like that, but you're calling them to to talk about football, and that's really what you got to get your mindset on is you, you're talking and having a conversation to another man uh, about football and and a team that happens to be his and uh, the, a team that he's leading. So uh, that's kind of the mindset I had to get while, while talking to them. But it's great as you talk to the ones throughout the season. I got to talk with Lyman Guy a lot, Danny Britt um, a, a lot as well. Uh, Mark Stroud was on a lot also. Uh, Donald Chumley was on. Thomas Tedder, uh, Tim Jordan of Savannah High. It, it, it was just great. Uh, building that relationship with them and you really get it's just good to talk football with with another man who, who's leading his team right there on the sideline every week and how, how i get the information i just I, I go on like like any other fan does pretty much i go on look up the stats uh listen to you guys's game every friday night and try to get a in-depth perspective from that uh, over the radio and it's just you, you think about them being on the sideline and what they're going through while their team's out there on the field. And basically, uh, I just tried to ask them about that, what, what they were thinking at certain times, what they think about uh, teams coming up or, or games uh, that they've played in the past. And uh, I just try to build off that. Well, was there any memorable uh, conversation you had or the most uh, rewarding conversation you had with any of these guys or it was all the same every week? I mean, I mean was there anything that stood out the most talking to all these guys really it's just the impact they make and i'm talking about everyone every every single coach i talk to here this year on high school first look their main focus and that's how i think it should be and many people think it should be their main focus is the kids and and growing them and building their character as they go through high school and as they play through through high school football knowing that some of them won't go to college most of them won't go and play for a college what you're really doing is you're building a man uh instead of building a football player and you're and you're using football to help with that and that's what all of these guys here in the Savannah area are doing. And that's the most memorable thing to me because that, that that's just what I really think football should be about. And especially high school football, it's about learning life lessons. And that's exactly what these guys are focused on. I mean, he, even Mark Stroud, I'm sure they just lost the state championship game. But I'm sure... His the thing on his mind, you know. Yeah, he'll think about losing that state championship. But the thing on his mind as he grows and as he, and as his kids grow through this is 
the players and how they how they move on and how they carry on throughout this. So that's the most memorable thing I like about these Savannah coaches. And the good thing is every single one is like that here in this area. Yeah, I mean they're just great guys. They love what they do, and uh, you know, and, you know, just even them highlighting Mark Stroud last night about you know on the TV or on the radio and how he's a good Christian man and uh, he believes in the kids, and you know, you, you just tell by the way the teams play. And I mean, another guy, I mean Michael Thompson, such you know, a young guy that goes back to his school that he graduated from, and he, you know, he's got these guys believing in what they're doing. I mean, it, it's just simply. Uh, it's so, so simply great to you know listen to and to to hear what these guys are doing and uh, you know it's just an exciting time and I know we're coming to the end of the segment and you got a two minute drill here and you know of course it all wraps up last night with uh, yesterday afternoon last night with Calvary going down to Aquinas twenty seven to seven I mean they come out hot and you think we're going to have a great game and next thing you know even though they had more yardage and more possession of the ball you know they wound up losing. Yeah, and how many times do you hear this in big games? The battle was won in the trenches, I think. Um, just that, that defensive line of Aquinas really got after Michael Peterson, especially when they got down 21-7 to and you knew that they were going to have to come out and throw it. Uh, you, you knew they didn't really have a lot of time to uh, be running the football anymore and stuff like that. Even though Hayward had a great game, running the football on the ground, you knew that they were going to have to pass the ball there when they got down by 14. And the defensive line really pinned their ears back and came after Peterson, put a lot of pressure on him. And to me, that's where the game was won. Obviously, those turnovers as well don't help, but I mean, the defensive line of Aquinas contributed to that. A good secondary there at Aquinas as well, and uh, that that's basically all, all that contributed to the win. Calvary Day gets in the red zone three times and doesn't convert three of those times, and that's that that was really their Achilles heel there yesterday. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, that's what it came down to is they couldn't capitalize, they couldn't convert, they couldn't make it happen, and they've been doing it all season. Hey, but you win, when you win 12 straight, I mean, you know, there's bound to come a time where you're going to hit adversity. Those kids still play hard. They still kept their heads up, and we got to send out a big congratulations to them, just like we did last week when BC lost the heartbreaker uh, that nobody thought they would lose. And uh, once again, you got to tip your hat off to them. Blue Thunder of Memorial Day School for bringing home another state championship. It's the third one, the third football championship in the last six years. And uh, you got to give a lot of credit to those guys. And uh, let's wrap it up here. What was your most memorable, memorable spot doing your show this year? Uh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, they, I, it's 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 hard to to wrap it all up. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to pick uh, one moment, but uh, I guess honestly, it was just that that first show and and hearing. Um, I, I'm not one that likes talking about myself or, or anything like that, or, or likes you know talking about my accomplishments. But hearing myself on the radio. Well, while I'm talking and knowing I'm going out there over the airwaves and stuff like that into people's radio and that they're hearing me talk and hearing uh, me me discuss football with coaches, that first show was just awesome to me. It, it was very surreal um, talking to the coaches that I had on. That that was probably the the moment I got the most goosebumps just knowing, hey, okay, the mic is hot. 
it's ready to go and and you're talking into it you're going over you're going over to people's radio so that that gave me the chills definitely but i mean like i said just every conversation i had with these coaches uh as they talked about their kids and and their kids growing uh to me that was the most satisfying thing about the show and and that's what i like the most that's what i'm going to keep with me is all these coaches and how they supportive they are of their kids whether they have a losing record or a winning record it's just uh, all these great coaches that we have in Savannah. Basically, every time I got to talk to them, it was the best moment of the show. So uh, very, very difficult. Obviously, that first show was amazing to me. But like I said, man, just just talking to all these coaches and seeing how um, much of contributed contributed contributors sorry about that they are to, to their kids lives and their football players lives um that that was the best part every time i got to talk to them well pj great job and you know you're a young guy you're starting out in the business your first your first show your first uh road to many more shows great job uh we appreciate you here in savannah georgia georgia telling us more about what, what's going on with our local coaches and our local fo- football program and, and i know talking to, uh, to a lot of people they really enjoyed what you did and uh keep up the great work and like i said you are you are the man that runs this show and you you drive this show every saturday morning and uh you love sports as much as i do and uh once again great job i appreciate it carl great job to you as well all right, and that's P.J. Zuko, the host of the weekly ESPN Savannah Radio Show, High School First Look. Great job. Season's over. Had a great run, great insights, talking to local coaches, giving you a preview of what's going to happen on Friday nights. Once again, great job to a young man who's starting his broadcasting career right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. And next up, we'll get to the, to the veteran. The guy that's been running around here for the past seven years, he's all over the place. He probably has a twin, and that's the big guy, Frank Filkowski from WJCL Fox, tells us about what his input of what happened last night at the Georgia Dome. You're listening to the Call of the Monty Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1490, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> and I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. It's every morning, and you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by... Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. Well, you know, I couldn't get to the game last night, so uh, yesterday afternoon, it was a Friday afternoon game, Calvary against Aquinas. Uh, I was uh, listening to it on my radio, I was listening to it on a stream, I was listening or watching it on my phone on uh GPBS stream. I mean, I, I, I mean, I was just glued to it. And, uh, then my youngest son, when I couldn't watch it, was, uh, texting me the updates. And, uh, you could tell, you know, he was rooting for Calvary. That's his alma mater, you know, but, uh, just, uh, unbelievable run for Calvary Day School. They outgained, they outpossessed the championship team, but they don't come home with the trophy because they didn't capital, capitalize on the chance they had and they had too many turnovers. And this man, 
always all over the place covering high school sports, local sports, national sports here in Savannah, Georgia. For WJCL, and that's the big guy, Frank Selkowski. He's joining us live right now on the ESPN Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. The big guy. Good morning, Frank Selkowski. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, you know, Frank, I'm hanging in there. I got to play one of the best teams in the state last night, and I know why they played a, they, they won a state championship last year, Johnson High School. So, you know, we took our lumps last night, but I'm telling you right now, it was just a great day of high school sports here in Savannah, Georgia. Today, you got the big rivalries. You got Johnson, uh, Savannah High. You got Effingham, South Effingham. But you were on the sidelines. You were roaming the sidelines yesterday up there at the Georgia Dome. Give us your uh, input on what happened and uh, how Aquinas came home with the uh, championship trophy. Well, it was one of those things where, uh, you know, Calvary, uh, they, they picked the wrong time to, to play. Uh, they're not, you know, play not their best football. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, they, they look so good uh, for so long, you know, after opening the season with two straight losses, they, they rattle off 11 straight wins to, to reach the state championship game and state playoffs. They, they had big wins over First Presbyterian, uh, Prince Avenue, Christian, and then, uh, of course, last week with Tom Langfield's landing on the road. Uh, yesterday they come out and they just, they come out and everything looked all, all right in the first quarter. Uh, uh, they, they, they marched down and then scored a touchdown on a Robert Hayward, uh, touchdown run and Robert Hayward just ran like a beast yesterday. I mean, he was kind of, uh, he, he was the man of the day for Calvary. They just wanted to keep feeding him. Uh, he was, he was running hard up the middle and, and he scored the first touchdown as Calvary took a, a early lead. Uh, but then, uh, you know, Aquinas started coming back slowly and they, they start scoring. They, they first get on the board on a long touchdown run and then their passing game, uh, you know, scored for two touchdowns. And uh, it, it was one of those things where, you know, Calvary, too many turnovers, uh, several interceptions there, and then also you could see where where Calvary's lack of a kicking game really kind of threw them out of rhythm. Uh, Calvary several occasions down into the red zone, uh, going forward on fourth down and long. Uh, they just they couldn't they couldn't wind up to, to kick a field goal, so they would go for it. On uh, several occasions they went for a fourth down, and it was kind of hard for them to, to find their rhythm. They were marching up and down the field. I mean, between the twenties. Uh, you know, they were, they were, they were doing just fine. Now they're racking up the yards and, uh, but then they'd get down into the red zone and, uh, they wouldn't be able to go for a field goal, so they would have to go forward and, and, uh, you know, they, basically it was costly. Uh, they just slowly fell behind and they, and they couldn't get back. Um, you know, but, but not to take anything away from head coach Mark Shroud and, and the work that Calvary's done. I mean, what an amazing run they've had this year, uh, to get to that state championship game and, there was a huge turnout up there at the Georgia Dome. So many fans of Calvary uh, making the trip up to the Georgia Dome, and it was such an exciting time. And, and you know, for those guys, it was a huge honor just to, just to be there. And, and, and as Coach Stroud said, you know, uh, win or lose, you know, he's proud of his team, uh, but he wanted them to remember it's the journey that got us here. You know, all the work that they put in in the off season, early in the season, the, the past couple months of it. You know, that's what's important. The way they play, the way they come together, uh, the partnerships, brother, the, you know, the brotherhood and, and just the closest they've had over the past couple months, something they should take, uh, with them after the season. 
Well, you know, it, it's such an exciting, you know, it was exciting watching them, covering them. Uh, you lose your first two games, you get on a great run, and like you said, to play in a championship game, and you don't play your best game really hurt. But, uh, I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed of, Frank. Even BC, I mean, uh, going all that way, winning, uh, you know, all those games. I mean, just unbelievable. So, I mean... You got to be proud of high school football, and then Memorial Day School bring home a championship, third time in six years. You got—I mean, you—you you cover this more than I do. You're, you, this is your livelihood. Uh, you got to be proud of football here in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, and it's like I talked to a, a couple of the Calvary players yesterday, and I said you have nothing to hang—you know—hang your head about. Uh, you know, you know how many high school football football players dream of having the opportunity just to play at the Georgia Dome. Uh, do you know, do you know how many high school football teams would have killed to have an 11 game win streak? Uh, do you know how many teams would have killed to, to be region champs? Uh, you know, the, the things that, that, that these teams have accomplished this year, uh, you know, is huge. And it's been an honor for us, uh, you know, in the media to, to be able to be part of it, to, to cover it and, and, and like, you know, uh, be able to watch these young men and then you go through with the, the young ladies, the cheerleaders, the coaches, the staff, the bands, the fans, to, to be a part of it. 2013 season was uh, was truly special. I mean, when you look at it in our viewing area alone, you know, we had Hilton Head Christian play for a state title. They fell in it. Then that follows with Memorial Day winning a state title and the Blue Thunder looking good in the process. Uh, Robert Toombs Christian Academy over in Lions, they won a state title. And then for, for us here in football, you know, in the GHSA, uh, we had Wayne County over in Jessup and we had Benedictine and we had Calvary Day make deep runs in the state playoffs. It was, it was truly a, a, a fun, a fun season and, and it went longer than normal. I mean, uh, for us to have this many teams, you know, advance that far in says a lot about the hard work that's being done and, and the quality of football that's being produced here in our area. Uh, I mean, like you said, there's so many, so many teams in this area. You know, when you know, I concentrate just right here in Savannah. You get out there and you branch out into the to the all the uh, counties in this area. Just uh, unbelievable. And uh, all right, we we, we got to pay a bill. Can you hang on and come back and we'll talk a little about rivalry basketball tonight? Yeah, sure. I mean, I know you got you got some things to do there with the family. This is your weekend with the family. So uh, if you can hold on, I'd love to talk to you about some basketball. We'll, we'll talk about the hoops. All right. So, once again, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report. we got the big guy, Frank Slikowski, uh holding on the line. He'll come back and talk a little uh, about the cages, the hoopsters, and uh, we'll get into the high school rivalries uh, specifically tonight. you got Savannah High Johnson, South Effingham, Effingham. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG. And once again, part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report brought to you by 
Optimorph Phoenix right here on ESPN Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM and we're playing basketball. Great throwback PJ, great throwback, great intro to the big guy talking about hoops and that's Frank Silkowski who's holding on the ESPN <laughs> Savannah AM 104, sorry, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Just uh, PJ, you got me going here. That is a classic. Big guy. Well, we, we got a great intro there to talking some basketball, and it's a classic. We're playing basketball. Give us your insight. What's going to happen tonight with our local rivalry, Savannah High against Johnson, and of course, Effingham against South Effingham. And I know you love this time because you're all over the place. It is uh, it's time to switch gears, you know. We, we a lot of teams have turned in their helmets and their shoulder pads. They put on their their high tops, and then here they go. And you know, early early part of the season, you get this early part of these games of the schedule before the before the Christmas and holiday break. Uh, you know, for, before the first of the year, uh, you, you, it's just a feeling out right now to see which teams are going to be the real deal, which teams are, are going to get hot. You know, to, to watch and. Of course, we get a good taste of it tonight with that uh, big Johnson-Savannah High rematch, the, the big rivalry that will be played at Armstrong Atlantic. They're going to move over to Alumni Arena tonight to, to play that one. As, as I said, big-time rivalries, big-time games, big-time venues, and uh, that, that's so true. Of, of course, those two teams met for the state championship AAA state title last year over in Macon. Uh, you know, Johnson would win the state title. Uh, here they go, you know, and now it's a chance to defend, uh, defend the, you know, their title against the team they beat. Uh, but uh, I tell you what, uh, Tim Jordan's got a great squad at Savannah High and, you know, heading into this season, I thought, you know, Johnson with, with some losses, uh, to, to some of their key players that this would be Savannah's year, kind of flippity flop. But, uh, you know, everything I've seen showing me too that, that Johnson is, it's up to the task to, to defend. So, looking forward to to that big rivalry. And then you touched on it again out out in the Ham, Effingham South. Effingham doesn't get much better than that. Uh, you know, early in the season, I've seen some good things coming out of South Effingham. They, they they're running and gunning, and you know, a lot of highlights, a lot of uh, you know, got some dunks in the air and everything else. And of course, you know, for the Rebels, it all starts with Jakeen and Gannon. And Effingham has you know had some bumps to the road. Uh, so far earlier this season, they, they lost to Statesboro a couple nights back. They lost to Jenkins in Savannah. So, uh, you know, you, you got Effingham trying to, trying to find their way through, uh, you know, the loss of guys like Jay Wright and some others there from last year. So, uh, uh definitely an exciting time as basketball gets in the full swing and the schedule, you know, has been tweaked a little bit this year too with some of the deep ones. Benedictine having to adjust their, their, their schedule a little bit. And Calvary Day, I, I talked to head coach Jason Shell yesterday up at the Georgia Dome, and he had around six guys missing, you know, for the varsity team that were still playing football. So he said in the weeks to come, they'll be playing a lot of Wednesday and Thursday games to, to catch back up with their schedule. So it's an exciting time, and, and it's, you know, there's already been some good ball being played. Looking forward to uh, the next couple months now. It's, it's always fun to watch those two teams play, and I had a chance to watch Johnson last night, Frank. I'm telling you right now, they're not missing a beat. I know you graduate Tim Quarterman, who's starting at LSU. I mean, so, uh, you know, it, it's exciting time. Now, I want to ask you quick, uh, you know, well, we're up against the clock here. Let's go to the college side. Uh, your feelings about Armstrong uh, Atlantic State. The men are off to a 3-4 and four start. The ladies are off to a 4-1 and one start. Uh, Savannah State, you know, on the road, take, playing some big uh, games. Uh, give us your input about 
about Armstrong and Savannah State? Well, of course, you got Armstrong. Uh, the big story there is uh, the men and women both, you know, settling into new coaches here in their first year, and so far, so good. Uh, you know, they, they've been in a little gap here of a lot of off time during finals and whatnot, so they'll really get cranked up first of the year and kick it into high gear. But, but so so far, you know, especially on the women's side, uh, they said they're going to run and gun and, uh, and and try to, you know, have an up-tempo attack. And, and, it's, and it's true there, I can tell you that. Uh, over at Savannah State, of course, you know, you look at the Tiger guys and, and their schedule once again loaded, you know, uh, early in the part of the season. Uh, they, they've just coming off a loss to, to Arkansas and last a uh, couple, couple days back it was Northern Iowa on the road. So they're really in a brutal part of their schedule where they're playing some big boys. And, uh, you know, that will continue next week when, uh, when, uh, the University of Miami comes to town as Savannah State will host the Hurricane. So, uh, excited about that. She's just rolling right along. Well, Frank, always a pleasure. Always great insight. And, uh, once again, WJCL Fox, the big guy, Frank Slikowski. Uh, any plans on any shows for, uh, for basketball? Uh, you know, we're going to be all over the place as always. Just looking forward to, Catching our breath a little bit now that football season's done with. All right, Frank, I know you got a lot of things to do today. I really do appreciate you taking the time after making that road trip up and back in one day, getting on the TV last night. Great job, and uh, I'll talk to you around town. Always a pleasure. All right, Coach, appreciate it. And that's Frank Silkowski, the big guy from WJCL Fox, the sports director, the sports reporter. Great job. I mean, always, always... Uh, Got a lot of info of what's happened here in Savannah, Georgia. And like you said, tough one for the Cavaliers up there in the Dome, uh, you know, playing a state championship. And that's one time where you don't want, you know, to play your, not play your best. But you know what? They held the ball the most. They had the ball most for the game. They had more yardage. They just couldn't capitalize and put the ball in the end zone. So hour number two, we're looking at a great lineup. We'll talk to the Coach of the Year for the Georgia Independent State Association Class AA, Michael Thompson. We'll have the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Marlon Latson, coming in from Memorial Day School. And then we'll talk to the Effingham County Herald, or the Effingham Herald editor. He's a sports editor, news editor. Pat Donahue talking about the rivalry up there tonight with South Effingham taking on Effingham. Just uh, one big lineup for the next hour. We play two here. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by... Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports, and that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call of the Massey Sports Report, 
Brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. We're to number two, and once again, we're talking local sports. A little cloudy outside, a little drizzle. It's supposed to do that all afternoon, so I don't know how much you're going to get out there, play some sports, but, you know, just an exciting time here in Savannah, Georgia. And, you know, my second hour, great lineup. We're going to open up, speaking to the Georgia Independent School State Association, Class 2 or AA, Coach of the Year, Michael Thompson of Memorial Day School, who just captured and captured our only state football championship this year. Then we'll get into quarter number two. We'll talk to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. The man was possessed the last four or five weeks of the football season. He just ran off the map. One game he scored seven touchdowns and scored on offense, scored on defense, scored on special teams. Just had a great end of the year run, Marlon Latson. Then we'll get into quarter number three, and we'll talk about the rivalry that's going to happen up there in the ham. That's Effingham. Effingham against South Effingham tonight with the Effingham County Herald editor, Pat Donahue. That's the newspaper, Effingham Herald, not county. So I'm thinking of Effingham County High School. And then we'll close out the show with some high school updates with scores from basketball last night. And uh, once again, congratulations to Calvary on that great run, making it to the state championship, losing 27-7 to Aquinas last night. And just so you know, there was a little Savannah flavor in it. Denny Dotson, standout quarterback during the early 2000s, 2002, 3, 4, and 5, for BC was the offensive coordinator. Uh, I'd like to thank Dean Mesh of the Prep Sports Report bringing that to my attention because I got to coach against the guy I'm going to talk to next and the quarterback that was the offense coordinator last year. Yeah. I guess when you've been doing this for a long time, you, you run into these kids that stood out on the court, and now they're on the coaching side with you. So, uh, once again, uh, that's the call of the Monster Sports Report, and it's just uh, talking local sports. And, you know, this is the only state championship we have this year in football, and he's done it. Well, his teams have done it. He's going to say he hasn't done it, but his teams have done it three out of the last six years. Unbelievable coaching uh, job at Memorial Day School. He comes back to his alma mater. He went to school there, standout high school athlete, football, basketball, whatever they asked him to do. They probably asked him also to sweep the gym floor. So, uh, But he did it, then went over to Georgia Southern, came back, took over the head reins. And what more can I say about Michael Thompson, uh, great kid? Great guy now, great man now. I know him as a kid. I still call him a kid. Okay, and uh, doing a great job over there at Memorial Day School as the head football basketball coach and uh, whatever they need him to do over there. And he's joining us now in the ESPN Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM studio, Michael Thompson. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, you know, we're talking high school sports and... Uh, it, it, it's 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 a lot of fun to watch you guys, whether it's Georgia Independent, Skeezer, Georgia High School, to go on and accomplish what you've accomplished. And uh, what you've done over there, and when you took the job over there, of course, Mark Sussman, who's like a you know, father figure to all of us, and uh, he's a good friend of mine, not my father figure, but you, <laughs> okay, uh, you know, when he told you to come over here and he wanted you to coach, what were your thoughts getting into going back to the school that you went to school at and taking over those reins? Well, um... Well, first of all, you know, when we got, when I talk about coaching, I, I want to bring out the fact that, you know, dealing with Memorial Day School, when I was in, when, back at Georgia Southern, you know, I, I coached my little brother, and when my brother, when I was in college, and I had like two years left in college, um, my brother, he was just getting into high school, you know, and that brought me closer to coaching, you know, when that opportunity came and presented itself to me, I just jumped right on it, and what way to go and at your own alma mater. I mean, I mean, you, you bleed the blue and uh, red. I know uh, 
you change the nickname on the football field because uh, you know I, I always mess up and you know you guys asked me to help you out one afternoon and I kept on saying the Matadors, <laughs> but you know it's the Blue Thunder on the football field. I mean, what, what made you go to the Blue Thunder? Why, why not just stick to the Matadors? I mean, you're a guy that played as a Matador. Why Blue Thunder? Well, we thought as a unit, it, it brought a, a brought upon us a different type of swag. You know, it, it, it and the boys they accepted it, and they just after that we just went forward with it and then we stuck to it. I mean, you know, swag, attitude as we know it as, and the kids buy into it. And when you say Blue Thunder, you're striking force into somebody. I mean, just, you know, it, I, you know, I can understand teams going that way. I mean, look at the Auburn Tigers or the War Eagles. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, you got you to gotta, uh, gotta love that the kids bought, on, bought into this whole thing. And now, did you expect to win your third championship this year? At the beginning, no. You know, because we was coming off of a, you know, a season that we lost 40 to nothing against uh, John Millis the last season. But, you know, uh, with these group of uh, seniors that we had this year, you know, they were with me for four years. And, you know, they all sat down and we talked about what our team goes. And, you know, first thing we had to take care of the weight room and then academics. And then we, we, we thought about, you know, reaching the region championships and once we got that you know our journey was set because we had all three uh playoff home games at home i mean and, and you know being a coach okay you love playing at home you don't have the distractions of getting everything on a bus making sure your kids have all their cleats you know they have all their uniforms i mean it, it's just there's a lot of a lot of uh, little details that go into away games mm -hmm. and that uh, you're on the, uh, the road most of the time and you get three home games what was that? What was that feeling knowing that you were going to be able to play three straight home games for you? Because yeah, I mean, traveling's got to be a killer. It, but you know, in the long run, it worked out for us because when we took that field on Saturday, you could tell our guys felt like you know we've been doing this all year, you know, and it felt like once we got our legs going in the first half, I mean, second quarter, I mean, second half, we came out there and we scored twenty more points. So uh, it was beneficial for us, um, just getting to know during the season just how it's going to feel playing on the road and. Uh, Credit that we did have 13 seasons on the team that, that led us into the state championship. So it was just something that we was used to doing. 13 out of how many players? 11. I made uh, 23. 23 players, yeah. 13 seasons. So you know, uh, got some rebuilding to do or reloading, as they say, next year, don't you? Yeah, but... It all comes with these kids that's already in school. You know, we're starting to feed the program with our middle school program, football team, and uh, we're just going to look forward to doing that. You know, we just we already got uh, some quality seniors that's going to step up next year, and uh, we already prepared for that. So it's up to us just to maintain our level of play and stay focused with our academics. Well, you know, it's 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 been an unbelievable run and uh you, you're doing such a great job over there with this and uh you know you love your kids speak about your 13 scenes that mean so much to you uh I, these guys are just you know when they walk across that stage and get their diploma it's going to be the you know it's going to be the meltdown to my heart because you know i took these guys when they were from um different variety of middle schools and uh they came to memorial and you know they it's like you leading a group of young men that wants to see these guys go and majority of them going to be playing on the next level. It's just, it's just a feeling that you can't even express in words. You know, me having the opportunity just to 
direct these guys right in, in their lives in the first part of their lives it's just you know an unbelievable feeling that i can't express in words because you know i experienced it and i know my coaches always tell me when they see me how proud they are of me but you know this this group of core is just it's different because i had them for four years and they mean so much to me right now I mean, you know, as a coach, and I could vouch for it, I had the same situation as my class. When when my younger brother, who was 10 years younger than me, was a senior, I got the opportunity to be a head football coach. I didn't know I was going to get the job, okay? And, it, you know, and then you grow in the place that you went to school at. Like, I went to, that's where I was, in my alma mater. I got back. And it was tough leaving. Mm-hmm. And then you get grow attached to these kids because after your brother leaves, they become your little brothers. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that. You know, they become part of you because you went to that school. And, uh, you know, it, it just means so much and uh once again great job uh winning the state championship uh three out of the last six years now you got to turn on put your uh put your basketball shoes on uh so what can we expect from the memorial uh day school uh matadors on the basketball court well <laughs> hopefully we can expect another run you know we're going to try to defend our state championship we had last year but uh like we say those same court 13 players they all play <laughs> basketball so you know we just got to take it game by game like we did in football and the same thing we say uh in football we're gonna do it in basketball we're gonna take it game by game and just go on this journey you know we never know what the how, the, how it's gonna turn but with these group of guys they got heart and they're gonna sacrifice and they're gonna give effort so that's what we preach well so and they know what you're like so it's not like you have to teach a whole bunch of new kids what to get used to i mean you had them on a field on a football field now you're on a basketball court and uh you know it, it, it's it's just amazing you from what, now, basketball-wise, defending state champion, okay, this is how many basketball championships you have? Two? Two, yes, sir. Two, so you're looking forward to, for the third one right here? Uh, I'm not going to push that. You know, we're going to um, continue to have success in our region play. And uh, hopefully when we get to the playoffs, we're going to go on that journey. We're going to take a game by game. Uh, these guys know what it takes to win. And uh, I'm just going to put it in their hands because we have trem- tremendous uh, leadership with these core group. And uh, I'm not going to expect nothing but the best from these group of young men because I know what they can do and I know their potential. Well, Michael, you're a product of the school. You're back there giving back to what they gave you. And y- you've done a great job. And uh, once again, my hat's off to you. I mean, you know. Uh, this is your eighth year. Was it your eighth year or your seventh year on the football field? Seventh. Seventh year, three championships. The kids are buying into the program. I mean, you, you came in and you, you coached with Tony Welch, right? You were with him. Absolutely. So, uh, I mean, uh, we'll make this quick. You got to throw out some love to your assistant coaches now, whether it's football, basketball, because Tony's your basketball assistant too, right? Yes. So give us a shout out. To you. Tell us what your assistants mean to you. Oh, uh, Tony Welch. I can't say it so much about it because he, he was more a mentor to me because he showed me the ropes of the game you know and I had the opportunity to coach with my cousin um, Coach D and um, a player, ex-player uh, Bo Dudley and then well, uh, Bowling, Patrick Bowling uh, great group of men uh, we, we lead these guys and we all played on the next level so we know what it takes to um, build character with these young men and uh, we, we provide the notes, and it's like we in class. We provide the notes, and these guys take it and study, and they mature with it. So uh, I can't say as much with these guys because without them, I couldn't be successful the way I am right now. And you know what? They're buying into your system, and they're believing what you're doing. So once again, you know, and, and I got to say this to the community of Savannah and to people who are listening to me on hopefully the World Wide Web. Remember, we do stream on ESPNCoastal.com. Whether you play in the Georgia Independent State Association, whether you play in the South Carolina Independent State Association, whether you play in Georgia High School State Association, these young men 
like Michael, who is from Savannah, who are leading you know, his team and these young guys that live here in Savannah to championships, we're proud of you. So no matter what league you're playing in, no matter what level you're on, I mean, Michael, you do a great job. I know I'm proud of you. I know a lot of people are proud of uh, Memorial Day School, what you do with those kids and how you turn them out. Keep up the great work. And uh, I expect you back here maybe at the end of the next, at the end of the basketball season. But I know you're taking, like me, one game at a time. <laughs> we'll talk about championships later on. Great job. Keep up the great work. Thank you for having me. Once again, that's Michael Thompson. He was elected the Georgia Independent State Association Class AA Football Coach of the Year. Brings home his third championship in seven years. Product of Memorial Day School, giving back to where he came from, and that's what it's all about. It's better to give than receive, and he's giving it back. And uh, once again, congratulations. And this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they have 26 of the finest, best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, full-service outpatient surgery center, center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, all in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local sports and our local athletes. The center is located at 210 East Ren Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealthoptimhealth.com. And that's three W's. I know I always throw a fourth one in there. www.optimhealth.com. Next up, the Athlete of the Week. That's the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Marlon Latson from Memorial Day School. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report every Saturday morning, 9 until 11, right here on ESPN Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. Well, we've been talking to the championship coach. Now we're going to talk to a championship player. Yes, a Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Memorial Day School football player Marlon Latson. Let's give you the scoop on Marlon. Well, you know what? In the championship game, Marlon rushed for 125 yards on 16 carries. He had a 26-yard TD run, a 40-yard interception return for TD, and a 6-yard run for a TD to help the Blue Thunder, Memorial Day School Blue Thunder, beat Valwood 40-21. to uh, During the season, Valwood had beat the Blue Thunder 13-12 uh, on a last-second field goal, so the Blue Thunder had a little revenge. Latson, Marlin, finished the season running for over 1,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, and I'm telling you right now, one game against Millage Academy, the man had... I think seven touchdowns. He had three touchdown receptions. He had two scoring runs. He had a return of a punt for a touchdown. And I think he had an interception for a touchdown. I mean, the kid was all over the place. So, I mean, what more can I tell you? Uh, he was elected to the Georgia Independent State School Association All-Star team. He played in the Georgia Independent State All-Star All-Star game. And if you go to my Facebook page, I have a highlight from... Uh, some TV station out there that has him scoring a touchdown in the All-Star game, even though his team did lose. And I have to give out a shout-out to the all-region players from Memorial Day School. We had quarterback Earl Washington, of course, Marlon Latson running back. We had uh, Derek Wright, wide receiver. We had Rahe Green, linebacker. And, I mean, and then, of course, uh, all-region, all-state players. We had Kendrius Duke. 
Andreas Duke, Malcolm Quarterman, and the all-region double-O players, Tay Singleton and Micah Cooper. I mean, it's just so many awards going out to that Memorial Day School. And joining us now in the ESPN Savannah AM 1400 104.3 FM studio is this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, senior from Memorial Day School, running back... Defensive back, special team return person. I mean, anything you want him to do, he'll do it. He'll even bring out the water bo bottles for you, and that's Marlon Latson. Good morning, Marlon. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Okay, you got to get come a little close to that mic and speak up so we can hear you. But, uh, I mean, unbelievable year you had this year. I know you had to sit out last year, and you were determined to make this, uh, I mean, your year. I mean, the last five or six weeks, you were on fire. I mean, when did you start playing football? What made you play football? When I, when I started playing football, I was at the age of six playing for the boys' club. Um, what made me start was uh, it's just a sport I love and it's something I like to do. I mean, what do you like most about playing football? Scoring touchdowns, returning punts, hitting somebody. What do you, What do you like most about football? What I like most about football, I mean, it just it just motivates me and pushes me to strive for success. I mean, and you guys have been very successful on the football field, and uh, you know, like I just said, I just told everybody. Interceptions for touchdowns, punt returns, kickoffs for touchdowns, uh, running the ball for touchdowns, catching the ball for touchdowns. What is Marlon's, Marlon Latson's best football skill? My best football skill is running back in a slot receiver, punt returner, kick returner. I mean, anything, you, wherever you put me at, I'm going to make it happen. Is that because of your speed? <laughs> uh, do you consider yourself quick or slow? I consider myself quick. Now, do you have those moves? Can you cut on a dime and everything like that? I sure can. <laughs> I mean, if you watch him play, he's not joking. He's got the speed. He's got the moves. He's got the cuts. I mean, he has it all in one package, and he likes the offensive side of the ball. I mean, now, as far as Memorial Day School, you just heard your coach, Michael Thompson, tell us about getting in the weight room. As far as Marlon Latson goes, what was your routine to make you a better football player? I mean, what, what my routine was. I mean, when I was when I was growing up playing little league, league football and playing football with other kids, that's what got me, you know, good as as good as I am today. And um, you know, working working out with Coach Mike, working out with my team, and you know, through summer workouts, you know, going going in a weight room and going on the field two a days, three a days, and all that type of stuff. You know, it was it was good for me. Uh, it takes a lot of hard work and de dedication to do what you do. And uh, like I said, you scored, I think, 20-something touchdowns, ran for over 1,300 yards. I mean, was there a personal goal for you to, this season, or was it just to go out there and play football and win a championship? Was there something special that Marlon wanted to do? Yeah, it was a. It was, my goal was rushing over a thousand yards. That was a goal for me. Now you got the thousand yards. I mean, you got to give some kudos out to the, your teammates. I mean, your line. I mean, and plus, there's only twenty-two kids, twenty-three kids on the team. I mean, you guys had to come together as a team. Did you have a team goal? Yes, we had a team goal. The team goal was coming out, coming out in region championship in one state. I mean, you've got guys have done it. With Coach uh, Thompson, three out of the last seven years, uh, you've been part of the winning tradition over there now with the football program. I mean, you, you got to send some love out. Like I said, your offensive lineman, your teammates. Let's send out some kudos to our to our teammates. Who who, who do you feel also had great seasons? Uh, Mickey Havisham. Um, he came from Winter Forest High School. I mean, he he's a good player. I mean, he flies to the ball. He's a, another running back for us. I mean, when he get to touch the ball, I mean. He'll run you over. I mean, he'll 
use his speed. He'll do he'll do what you got to do, and he was a big factor in our state championship game too. I mean, just you know, unbelievable the way you guys ran through the, ran through that after that tough uh, loss to Valwood early in the season. Uh, now, d- did you expect winning a state championship this year? I mean, coach was saying you know one game at a one one game at a time. What does winning a state football title mean to you and your teammates? I mean, what this means to me, I mean, it was a good way to end my last um, football season career as a senior, and it's just a good feeling, especially in the sport you love. I mean, uh, it's something that you know every 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 coach, every uh, football player, every athlete dreams of is bringing home the ship, the championship, and you guys uh, did that. And there's always somebody in charge, someone that, that that's the leader. I can still remember my high school football coach, Coach Thomas Forbes. I still look up to the guy. We never won anything. Uh, we beat our rival the last game of the year and knocked him out of the playoffs. I guess that was our championship game. Tell us about Coach Thompson and the coaches on the coaching staff. What do you feel about him? What what type of guy he is? Well, I say about Coach Thompson. Coach Thompson is a good coach all around. He pushes you and he keep he keep your head straight. And if he see you doing something wrong, you know, he'll correct you on it. I mean, he's another like he's another model for me. I look up to him, and if something go wrong, I go to Coach Mike and ask him what I do wrong. Gives you a lot of good advice, eh? Yes, sir. Now you know. You're great on the football field, and we know Memorial Day School has to count on your pl- the players to play basketball. As Coach just said, there's 13 of you on the basketball court. Do you participate in basketball and other sports? Yes, sir. I participate in basketball and track. Now, you got three sports here now. You got basketball, football, and track. I know what you're going to say. Which one's your favorite? Football. Football, okay. <laughs> I knew it. would say, how, how are you on the basketball court? I'm good. I'm the starting guard. You're starting guard. So you have some handles and you can dish off the rock, right? Yes, sir. Do, do you, now, when, let me ask you this question. I know it's not something I prepared you for, but can you relate your football experience to basketball? Does football help you make you a better basketball player? I mean, yes. I mean, because it's on all, on all football season. I mean, I'm still, you know, working out and still in shape, man. I mean, it just keep me in shape for basketball. And let me ask you this question. You're a running back, so you get hit a lot. And you know, basketball is not supposed to be a contact sport. But, you know, do you think it helps basketball players by playing football? But when you get the shot, it, it pays over to the basketball season when you play? Yes, sir. So you're prepared for it. You know what it's like. You know what the physical contact is. And, uh, I mean, outside of football, basketball, and track, do you do any other extra cricket, any other clubs you belong to in school? Uh, no, not really. You don't have the time for it, right? No. <laughs> I can understand that. Now, uh, high school sports, what has it meant to Mar- Marlon Latson? What, what is all this uh, four years of hard work meant to Marlon Latson playing high school sports? Um, what did um, high school sports mean to me? It mean a lot to me because it gave me it gave me a good um, way. It gave me a good way what um, college looked like on the next level, and it gave me prepared for it. Helps you be organized, helps you with time management. Now let's talk about Memorial Day School. And uh, anybody else you want to talk about Memorial Day School, people at the school, what has Memorial Day School meant to Marlon Latson, the teachers, uh, Mr. Sussman? What, what does Memorial Day School stick out most in your mind about? Well, um, Memorial Day means a lot to me. Um, the, the school of every every kid, in, and, it, and they will work with you through any hard time you have. And it's just a school of excellence. You think it's got a great family atmosphere? Yes, sir. What do you, what do you look at Coach Sussman as, the big uh, grandpa? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I know he loves you guys. He talks very highly about you. Now, the next step, you're a senior. You plan on playing any sports in college? Yes, sir. Um, football and running track. 
And you, you got so far, you told me you do have an offer for somebody. Savannah State. And you know what, Marlon? It's not a bad deal. If they're going to pay for your school, I mean, you know, and that, that's on the table. You got to think about that. And you know what? I think Coach Wilson's going to change that program around. He's already got a couple of local, other local kids that have committed to Savannah State. It's not a bad choice, but hopefully there'll be more in your future of other schools, too. So hopefully that'll help out. And now as far as let's get off the athletic field, let's let's forget about you playing college sports. What do you hope to achieve in your future? What do you want to become? Oh, uh, well, I mean, what I just have, I mean, I just want to succeed in life and make my um my uh, coaches happy and family happy. Make everybody proud of you. So, and I know my dad used to say, there's one thing that you can make me proud of. Make me proud that you're, you're carrying the name uh, in the right direction and doing the right thing. Well, Marlon, you had a great football season. I know I'm going to look forward to seeing you on the basketball court. And that's why you're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week for December 14th. Marlon Latson from Memorial Day School Football. Keep up the great work and uh, all the best. And I hope you go where you want to go. Just follow your dreams, big guy. Thank you. There you go. Just hang out and wait here. We'll finish up this segment. And that's Marlon Latson. This week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Remember, gained over 1,300 yards rushing, over 20 yards, uh, uh, 20 TDs this year. Just a great kid. And you can follow him on the basketball court for the Memorial Day School Matador basketball team. And remember, this segment is, could not be possible without the uh, help of the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic with the support of the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic and Dr. Bart Weatherington. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room, if you can pick it up. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we'll talk about a little high school rivalry, and there's no bigger high school rivalry in this area than Effingham, South Effingham. And they'll be taking it to the hardwood tonight with the... FEM Herald Editor, Mr. Pat Donahue. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FMW SEG. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm called Damasi, and that's exactly what they're going to be doing up there in Effingham County tonight when South Effingham takes on Effingham County High School. Another big rivalry. Don't forget, it. you're in here in Savannah, Georgia. You're living in Savannah, Georgia. We have the big rivalry at Armstrong Atlantic State tonight. Starts at 4 o'clock or I think 3.30 with the girls, JV, then boys, JV. And then we'll go with the varsities. That's Savannah High against Johnson in the rematch of the class AAA state championship. But, you know, we go up the road, take 21, cross the county line. There's no bigger rivalry in the area than Effingham County against South Effingham. And we can get a preview of what their basketball season is going to be like by the man who's joining us now on the ESPN Savannah AM 1400 104.3 F hotline. And that's good friend of mine, good guy. I know he knows about rivalries because he likes Boston. I like the uh, New York Yankees. It's Red Sox Yankees. But that's Effingham Herald editor. Pat Donahue. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Go Yankees. <laughs> hey, we did not spend money on uh, re-signing your second baseman. I'm very proud of y'all. 
Well, you know what? I don't deal with the money, and you know that. Sometimes sometimes the family that's running that show is kind of ridiculous, but we won't get into that. So, uh, once again, big game up there. And, uh, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. You're a sports writer. You're an editor. I know you, you, you run the paper. You get the news. But I know deep down inside you're a big sports fan. And t- tell me your interpretation or tell the fans that are listening your t- interpretation of what a rivalry is really like. Uh you know, and especially you know with with this rivalry, and and and, and I know you've, you you got to see a little bit of it too. It's that so many of these kids get along so well off the court because you know a lot of them either went to elementary school together or you know so many of them go to church together. They played summer league ball, and and it's it, the, the thing about this rivalry it, it, at this point, and it, you know that may change here in the future depending on what the GHSA finally does. It really is bragging rights. And it's because they're because they're not reaching opponents right now, which which means there's you know losing this game you just you, you, you don't you don't lose a step in the region standings, but it, and, and I think with a rivalry like this, you're going to see you're going to see folks play maybe at even a higher level of intensity than they would for any any maybe maybe a, a, a midweek or, or, or end of the week or, or uh, region game. Um, you're, you're probably going to see folks play a little harder. You may even see coaches coach a little harder because, you know, at least for the next few weeks until they meet again, they're going to hear about this basically from, especially from, you know, they're going to hear it at school. They're going to hear it from the fans. Like, how did, I, so, you know, you know, how could you lose to those guys? You know, that kind of stuff. And it, it's, it, especially in, for, for this, for basketball, it's, it's a pretty healthy rivalry right now, I think. And it's, and, and, and it's, and it's a lot of fun too because the place just gets packed. Uh, and it gets packed early. So if you're going to go, uh, my suggestion is to go early. <laughs> whether, whether it's Armstrong, Armstrong, Atlantic State today, the arena, or up there, and now they're playing where tonight? Uh, they're, they're playing at South tonight, which is a little bit of a smaller because Effingham's got a bigger gym. So the South gym's a little smaller. So it's going to be a. It's going to be packed in there pretty tight. All right, let's get your in- input now. Let's start with, of course, ladies first. South Effingham comes in with a 6-2 and two record. Uh, the Effingham County Rebels come in undefeated. And, uh, I mean, you got one of the best girl basketball players in the area, and that's Savannah and Effingham in uh, Miss Jermaine. So uh, tell us about the Effingham County Lady uh Mustang six and two. They're you know they're a team they contend with. Uh, Tiana Jermaine and uh, Coach Womack has got that program and rolling in the right direction. Who is a product of Savannah Chatham County because she started her coaching career here in a middle school. So uh, give us your input on what the Lady Mustang is going to look like tonight. Well, I think this this is still a team more or less that's still trying to find itself a little bit. Um, you know because you know coming off. You know their best season, is maybe in school history last year. They got to the Sacramento State playoffs, and you bring back Tiana Germain, who's a very dynamic player, great ball handler, very very quick. She is not afraid of contact, and, and she's not very big, but she doesn't mind going in and challenging big girls. You know she's worked and she's improved her, her outside shooting. And then you've got Shay Leverett, who's six two and very athletic, very nimble, can run the court, is a is a presence in the paint because she, she, she's tall, long arms, and she's not. I mean, she's a very, very good athlete and also very, very smart. So there, there's going to be a lot of 
big, big, big programs are going to be knocking on her door here pretty soon. But they lost, you know, they, they lost a lot of flexibility from graduation, especially in the paint and, the, and defensively. And I still, and I think they're still trying to find those pieces to get to get depth and, and to get that that defense and uh, and that other post defense and and uh, and rebounding uh, in, in this sort of in this in this interim until until they can get things sorted out. But this is still a pretty good team. I think it's just going to take another. It may take until the new year until they really get sorted out about until they get like coaches say until they find their identity. All right, let's go to the other side of the ball. Curtis Stevens, uh, Lady Rebels are eight and zero, uh, and I had the pleasure of coaching these girls when they they were freshmen. Uh, so we got Jacavia Aikens, Aaliyah Williams, uh, Triana Williams, and then the juniors. You know, believe it or not, I did work with them during the summer and Keisha Lewis, and uh, you know, it just and now you had Michaela Robinson from Jenkins High School. I mean, uh, they're on a roll. I mean, you know, and you know, like you said, Curtis has got them playing great, great defensive basketball. Hey, you know, he, you know he's, he's like you. It's defense first. You know, the first thing we do is, is we play defense, is what he says. And and, here's the, you know, and Michaela Robinson came in from Jenkins, and she's been a fairly seamless fit, especially with a team that's so good and so deep in guards to start with. And then you bring in another guard in Michaela, and it's it's been it's been an absolutely perfect mesh between her and, and the other girls, and. She's just so strong. I mean, she's because you know how quick Jacavia is. I mean, she's like oh, yeah. quick and such a great kid and a great defender and a great teammate. Michaela comes in and she's quick and she's so strong for a sophomore. I mean, she's she's very powerfully constructed and she's not afraid to go in and and, and lower that shoulder and and take somebody on. And with and with Keisha, you've got now a a post or a forward presence, and she's really developed her game. She's now a very consistent, good outside shooter. I mean, this is this team is probably even more athletic. They're probably even quicker than they were last year when they played in the Final Four. So they've actually, they're probably as good, if not better, and I'm sure Curtis would love to hear that, uh, <laughs> than they were last year. What concerns me the most about them is, they're still not very tall. They still don't have a lot of height. And when they go deeper into the postseason, that may pose some problems because when they, in last year's Final Four, they ran into a team that was tall and long-armed and as quick as they were. And it, it showed because they just, they just had nowhere to pass, to pass the basketball. But this is a very quick, athletic, and defensively, they are, they are, they're aggressive and they're being, they just, they just get in your shirt and they stay there and they're, and they're amazingly unselfish. I mean, yeah. they would, they love passing the basketball more than anything else. I can vouch for that, Pat. I've seen him play. Hey, can you hold on for about three minutes while we go to break and come back and we'll break down the boys really quick and end, end this, end this show out? All right, Pat Donahue from the Effingham Herald, the editor of the Effingham Herald, is going to hold on, and we'll break down the boys' game, Effingham County High School against South Effingham High School. Uh, great job giving us a scenario, a synopsis of what those girls' basketball teams are. Remember, you're a coach, you're a parent, you're a local organization, you need cleats, you need squad-specific shoes, you need basketballs, baseballs, bats, you need trophies to award your employees or your team. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right here behind the Oglethorpe Mall in Savannah, Georgia. 
Furniture. Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is, is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 45 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Next up, we'll continue talking about basketball rivalries with the editor of Effingham County Newspaper, the Effingham Herald, Pat Donahue. You're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you could join me for the last segment of today's show of the Carl Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. Well, we're wrapping it up. We're talking about high school rivalries, and we got a big one tonight at Armstrong Atlantic State. You got Johnson taking on Savannah High. And tonight up in Effingham, we got South Effingham taking on Effingham, showing little love out there to the ham and uh, waiting on the ESPN AM 1400 and 104.3. 4.3 FM hotline is the editor of the Effingham Herald, Pat Donahue. He just broke down the girls' game. Now we got to talk to the, about the boys. Well, same thing, Pat. We got one team undefeated, one team uh, highly ranked, uh, and they're five and three right now. Let's break down the South Effingham Mustangs, who are four and zero coming into this game. And usually it's reversed. Well, it, it, it actually, you know, actually, uh, the Mustang boys suffered their their first loss last night. They got beat by Savannah Christian uh, by. I think by, by, by three points. Um, but they are playing pretty well. And this is a pretty good team that, that Pat McClure's put together. He's got a big man in the middle and Tyler Hagan, who's 6'7", uh, rebounds, block shots, has a nice soft touch. Um, and, and he's got some other interesting pieces. He's got some guys who can, who can attack about the dribble, Sean Levin and Larry Tyson. And he's got some guys who can, who can shoot from deep, like, like Brett Roberts. He, he's got probably, the deepest and most balanced team that he's had, and then he's ever had uh, for for a boys basketball team. Uh, I, I I can see them really really making some noise in their region this year. Now they're about to get their most stern test tonight when they go up against Johnny Arrington's Rebels. I mean, this is probably going to be uh, outside of Statesboro. Maybe the best team they'll see throughout the regular season, uh, because because when you're as, as good as Tyler is, Effingham's got Jakeen Gant, and that's that's going to be a great matchup to watch in the middle to watch six eight Jakeen Gant, who's already signed with Missouri uh, against 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 six seven Tyler Hagen, who's who's also probably going to play division division one something somewhere. Uh, he's also a very good football player. Um, that's that's going to be a great, interesting matchup to watch. To watch those two guys go at it all night long. Uh, and with Gant, he's as good as advertised. He's he his game each year. He's progressed so much. He's added something like Donnie says every year. Last year he started shooting from the outside, and and 
in their, their first game with Statesboro, he hit four threes. He's six eight. What do you do? How do you defend that? It's very tough. And and now and now he's he's also worked on his ball handling. He's also now a better passer. He's a better ball handler. So when you're six eight and you're outside and you and if you're the opposing coach, well, I'm going to keep my big man underneath to get rebounds. I'll just keep someone a small guy out there. He's going to shoot over him. He said, "Well, I'm going to put my big man out there to go guard him. We'll drive right past him." I mean, it's and and. So to watch Gain on offense this year, he's going to play very little down on that low block. You know, you expect, oh, he's 6'8", he's going to, you know, just hang around the basket and just work that little triangle area. They're pulling him out, and they've got him outside because he can drive to the basket, and no one can guard him out from three-point range because he's 6'8", and he's going to just jump and shoot over him. Now... I think they're still trying to find some other pieces to go with them, too, because the team they had last year was so good, so well-balanced, could do so many things. It was so great defensively, and then offensively, they had, they had and just, just a great arsenal of weapons. They had, they had height inside, along with Jaquina. They had, they had three-point shooters. They had, a great, they had a great point guard who could, who could set other guys up and shoot from the outside and attack the basket. Jay Wright, who's now having a uh, terrific start in his college career out in Casper, Wyoming. And I still think they're still trying to find what this new group, and this group played a lot last year because they were blowing so many people out. They got a lot of playing time. Right. But it's, but it's still a little different. They're still trying to find what they can do well. Um, and they've got some interesting pieces, some guys who can shoot from the outside. They've got some. They've got the Tyshawn Williams, who's six three, six four, and is a state high jump champ. So he's six four and a great athlete. They're, they're very athletic, Pat. And I know we can go on and we talk about this another five minutes. I got about a minute to go before we go to a hard break. And once again, you can read about this story at EffinghamHerald.net, right? Yes, sir. You can read uh, all our all our press sports are on sports.effinghamherald.net. And hopefully we'll be uh, tweeting out updates from tonight's games as well. So you can catch us on Twitter. Uh, just look for Effingham Herald on, on Twitter. All right, Pat. I appreciate it. I got about 30 seconds to wrap this puppy up. But great job as always, and I'll talk to you during the week. All right, Carl. You have a great weekend. If I don't have to talk to you before, then Merry Christmas. You got it. Merry Christmas, Pat Downey. Pat Downey, the editor of Effingham Herald. Remember, big game, South Effingham at, sorry, Effingham County at South Effingham. Get there early if you want to get in. Uh, at Armstrong, Johnson against Savannah High. You want to get there at Armstrong Atlantic State? Get there early. Once again, thank you to all my guests, Michael Thompson, Marlon Latson of Memorial Day School, the big guy, Frank Slikowski. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report. God bless. Have a great week. And whatever you may be doing the rest of the weekend or next week, hit it out of the park. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs>